dancers. Thank you for joining me on the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we learn to listen to the music of our hearts and not be distracted by the messages from our minds. I'm new to Pegasus Netways, and I wanted to introduce myself. My name is Katherine Erickson, and I have to admit something to you, and I hope you don't hold this against me, but I am an attorney. Please, please don't, don't, don't turn it off. I've got really great information to share. Please hang out with me because you know what? I'm a reformed attorney. I once was very angry, very upset, very frustrated with my life, but I found a way out and it's called heart dancing. And now I'm on a mission to share this with the world. And hopefully after you hear this first show that explains the concepts of heart dancing, You will feel that same excitement and passion to start using it in your own life and to start telling other people about it. It is a chosen lifestyle. So very quickly, let me explain about myself. As an attorney, I've lived a life directed by my mind, very analytical, very critical, and judgmental. And unfortunately, I used those skills and that training against myself. And that can make for a very unhappy person. As an attorney, I was frequently in the courtroom. And there were many factors that I just couldn't control. A witness that I thought was going to testify one way suddenly changed their mind. Or there was some piece of damaging evidence that my client had just forgotten to tell me about that suddenly exploded in the trial and turned the jury's heads and faces towards us with expressions that we're not approving. Anyway, it's, it's a difficult profession. It's a noble profession, but one that I decided to leave because I knew there was something else that I was supposed to be doing. I knew that there was a song that I was supposed to be singing that was not being expressed. And that's when I started on my other journey, my spiritual journey. And that journey has birthed this radio show called Heart Dancing. So hang with me for a few minutes as I explain what heart dancing is all about. First of all, I believe that we are all truly connected to each other. I believe that there is a source of love, a source of goodness, and a source of compassion in everyone. But we lose sight of that. We get too involved in the worldly aspects, the worldly messages, what I call the mind messages. And those direct our life and lead us away from our heart, where our authenticity lies. So the whole point of heart dancing is to begin to develop that inner world vision, that return back to your true self and to your authenticity. And then to live your life from that place, from that authentic heart space versus living from the outward in when the messages from your mind are telling you that one thing is true or another thing is false when it really isn't. Truly, heart dancing is a way of life that transforms you from the inside out. As you change from the inside and gain this, what I call heart vision, you start looking past the surface messages or the surface events that normally you would have judged. And you start seeing this this common element of love 
and this common element of shared unity. And when you start getting that heart vision and seeing other people and events with that compassion and that understanding that there is a deeper meaning and deeper reason for us to be here, that's when you start living. That's when you start dancing. And that's when you truly start loving yourself, your place in life, and those who share that life with you. It truly is a a magnificent and transformational experience, and one that I want to share with you because it is so powerful and it is so transformational. One of the basic truths about heart dancing is that we are all a deliberate creator. We are here to create, folks. That's our part. That's our journey. And when you don't know that you're here to create, that's when things get messed up. Because every thought you think, every belief you share, or every belief you hold forms energy. And that energy will become a creation in your life, whether you realize that or not. The laws of the universe are there to support our creation, but we get to choose what we create. And once you understand that you hold that power to choose, that's when you can start living a life of fullness and purpose and worthiness and joy and happiness and peace because you choose that. It's when we think we're victims and that life is happening to us that deep depression and unhappiness happen because you don't have any control. But when you shift that and realize that you are the cause of what has been set forth in your life, the the things that have been uh, released in energy, that it all comes back to what you think then you also have the power to change that. And that is what I call deliberate creation. When you start getting into the details of deliberate creation and start seeing it happen in your life, that's the excitement. That's the journey. So hang with me and we'll learn more about it. But just know that you are creating in every moment that you breathe. And whether you're awake or sleeping, you are creating. So remember that you're on the creation side of the create effect formula. What the world wants you to believe is that you're on the effect side and that somehow this this cause was something that you didn't have any control over. That is absolutely not true. Your life is your creation. And your thoughts, beliefs, and emotions help jumpstart how your life looks right now. My goal is to show you how to step back into that creative power and how to change your life. But I can't do it for you. You have to experience it yourself because life is truly a dance. And when you pull back the curtain and see that it's really you pulling the levers, not the Wizard of Oz, Then you regain your creative power and you can decide how you want your life to look. And of course, I can hear people right now saying, well, wait a minute, Catherine, wait a minute. 
I've really wanted something and I've thought about it and I wish for it and I prayed about it and it just didn't happen. What about that? Well, my answer to that is that a lot of times we think we're being consistent about focusing on a goal or on a desire or an intention, but we unconsciously sabotage ourselves because of limiting beliefs that we still hold from the past. And that's part of the process that I take you through as a heart dancer, is to look at those limiting stories or limiting beliefs and see how they're holding you back and how to change that. Because on this conscious level, you may truly desire to be rich or happy or successful, but there's old programming in your subconscious that's going to continue to come up until you address it. And that, too, is also part of heart dancing. But my message now is just to let you know that there's hope, that no matter what's going on in your life, you can change. And you can change yourself and your life by following these techniques. So after this uh, quick break, we'll get into a little bit more about what it means to be a deliberate creator and what it means to be heart So thank you so much. This is Dee Dee Galindo with BrasForACause.com. We are a 501c3 nonprofit that raises awareness for breast cancer. We help women get mammograms and testing, and we want you to be aware that we are around in the Dallas Fort Worth area. BrasForACause.com is a nonprofit that has firemen wear decorated bras as well as go out in our community and serve others with cancer. Please go to BrasForACause.com and check us out, and we appreciate any donations you can give. Thank you. Hi, I'm Ami, and I own Healthy Bohemian. Do you want to change your life? Do you want better health? Do you want to wake up feeling sunshiny and happy and healthy every day? Check out my website, healthybohemian.com. To the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we learn to listen to the music of our hearts, not the messages from our minds. And I promised you before the break to go into a little bit more about deliberate creation. The first thing you have to understand about deliberate creation is that you stand squarely on the side of cause. And how do you cause creation in your life? Well, it all starts with your thoughts. We think more than 60,000 thoughts a day, and there is a huge percentage of those thoughts that are repetitive, habitual. You think the same thing over and over. I know I do. Uh, When I go out in my backyard, there's a particular plant that I've been meaning to prune, I've been meaning to shape, I've been meaning to clean it up because spring is here. And every time I go outside and pass that plant, I have that thought, oh, I need to get to that. And why haven't I done it? Well, that's a story for another day. But the point is that we all have habitual thoughts, and they may be triggered by your environment or by situations that you think about. So 
the point about deliberate creation is to, first of all, begin to understand and become aware of your thoughts and also to take notice of when you are thinking habitually or when you are not paying attention to something or when you tell the same story over and over when a similar situation arises. So you become aware and then if any of those habitual thoughts concern something that you want to create or have happen in your life, it's time to change those thoughts, but you can't change them until you first become aware of them. So what I have done and what I urge my uh, clients to do is to start keeping a journal. And if you can't carry around a, a small book with you during the day, because this is something that takes time, this is kind of an evolutionary process. What I do instead of keeping paper is I use the notes section of my phone. And when I come across one of those habitual thoughts that I want to change, I'll take a minute and go to my notes section and just dictate it and even put the, the date that I noticed it. And once you begin becoming aware, then you can make those changes. So after about a week of keeping track of thoughts, say about money, for example, or about a relationship that I'm not happy with, I'll go back and I'll pull those uh, dictations and make a summary of them on my computer around those topics or those themes. And as you begin to do that, you start noticing patterns. You start noticing that, wait a minute, maybe I do have some limiting beliefs around money. Or maybe I do uh, believe that I can never have a deep and satisfying personal relationship. And so once you become aware of where your limiting beliefs lie, that's when you can go back in and start to change them. And this is all part of the deliberate creation process because it is so true what Henry David Thoreau says. And his famous quote is, it's not what you look at that matters. It's what you see. And folks, these limiting stories, these limiting beliefs that you tell yourself and that I tell myself, they stop you from seeing what's really in front of you. And that's where I can really help because I have a very simple four-step technique called story alchemy. And it's based on the stories and the beliefs that we tell ourselves that may no longer be true. And story alchemy is a way to change those beliefs, reframe them, and you start to use the new belief or the new story, and that continues your role as a creator, as opposed to habitually, continually uh, tell yourself the same story and nothing ever changes. So after you've uh, done this for about a week and kept track of your stories or your beliefs, and then you start noticing the patterns, it's time to decide what you want to change. And I always recommend changing something small at first because you have to come to the belief and the, the conviction that this actually works. So I understand that, and I don't expect um, you to have 100%, oh, yes, this is great. I want you to experience this for yourself, and then you will know in your heart that this this whole process works. So choose something easy, choose something simple, and then what you do is you go through the story alchemy process, and that has four steps. 
the first step is to realize that you are the one who created that story. For example, if you tell yourself that you're not good with money and you've never been good with money, guess what? Going forward, if you continue to tell that same story, you will never be good with money. You've already set your future. So what we're trying to do is change that belief. So once you've identified the belief and you realize that you're the one who created it, the second step is to take responsibility for it. No one forced you to accept that story about not being good with money. No one convinced you of that. If there were events or circumstances that happened, there's always another way to look at it. So wanting to change your belief that you're not good about money is you have to recognize that you created it and you're responsible for it. Because once you stand in that cause, on that cause side of the equation, that gives you the opportunity to move forward and create a different story. And that's what we're all about here. We're all about creating new stories that empower us, that uplift us, that motivate us. And that help us to break free of those self-imposed limitations. So take responsibility for that story about you're not good with money. And then the third step is to reframe. And this is where it gets to be good because you know what? The past is gone. You can't change it. And just because you made poor money decisions in the past does not mean that you are going to continue to do that. You will if you believe you will, but that's the whole point, again, is it's time to change that belief, time to change those habitual thoughts. So reframe your story. And a really good way to do that is to flip it on its head and, and say something positive about it. Instead of saying, I'm not good with money, say, today is the day I'm going to be good with money. And I don't know if you can feel that emotional shift, but I felt it even saying that. So be sure you start your day with a positive statement about that thing you want to change. And then do action. Take action about that. Save $5. Skip the trip to Starbucks. Don't buy what you normally buy when you're starting to feel depressed about money. Find something else to do besides spending money. And keep telling yourself, today is the day I am good with money. And then the fourth step in the story alchemy process is to release that old story and begin using the new one instead. So as you move forward and as you tell yourself that you are in fact good with money, look for ways to prove it to yourself. Look for ways to make different choices around that topic or subject. And as you accumulate the evidence of the new story, the old story will begin to fade away. And that, my friends, is how you become a deliberate creator. Start small, start realistic, but be consistent. And be sure that you follow the four steps of story alchemy if you feel like you are hitting a limiting belief. You realize you created it, you take responsibility for it, you reframe the story, and you release the old story so you can move ahead. Thank you so much for listening to the Heart Dancing Radio Show. In the future, I will have very exciting guests and entertainment for you that all revolve around these same themes. 
But I just wanted you to hear what my philosophy was when I say heart dancing. It's the best way to live. Because you know what? When you follow our mantra, let love lead, you will always hear your heart speak. And you will always make the right choices. Thank you again, heart dancing. It is the only way to live.